0: By the end of this video, I will have made the case that Aaron Jones, despite most likely getting a big old contract, might stay in Green Bay. And if not, well, I always have Madden. Grassy Posse Packer Nation. Welcome to an episode of Packers, a podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. We're still doing five days a week. We've been going from August to now mid-July at least five days a week. <sighs> Grassy and today we are going to be taking a look ahead and hopefully which will not be the next time we play football but at the 2021 free agent running back class which is set to be insane as it has a ton of playmakers in it and more importantly how that might impact guys like Aaron Jones staying or leaving the Green Bay Packers. Before we get to that I want to do a big shout and thank you to two brand new YouTube members. We got Christian Hunt and we got Danny Barba. A big shout and thank you to you both and a big shout to all of you who tuned in to the first Madden Mondays last night which I was just like on a whim. Yeah let's do it right now with like an hours notice and there was over a thousand of you son of a guns and that was a lot of fun so i'll see you next monday adam schefter tweeted this graphic out today that detailed all of the running backs that are set to be free agents at the end of this season and that list is insane. So just to go through that list, you got Derrick Henry, Leonard Fournette, Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara, Philip Lindsay, Marlon Mack, Kenyon Drake, Todd Gurley, James Connor, Kareem Hunt, Chris Carson, and Tariq Cohen. So yeah, there are some freaking studs on that list. And so what I wanted to do today was not only kind of go through the guys who are upset to be free agents and... Kind of predict if they're going to stay on the team or if they're going to leave, but also look at other teams who may have a need for a running back. Because the way that I'm looking at this is there's so many superstars that are leaving next year that it actually may dilute the market for a running back, and also take into account the fact that running backs usually don't get these high-end lucrative contracts because they're a risky gamble, right? You look at a Todd Gurley or a David Johnson or a Le'Veon Bell, even though I'd argue Le'Veon Bell is more Adam Gase's fault, but basically you have guys who get a ton of use, they had a lot of wear and tear, and because of that, they can get injured, they can decline and play pretty rapidly, and all of a sudden, all of that money that you just threw at that high-end running back has essentially been wasted. So all of that figures into maybe Aaron Jones stays on the Packers, for a lesser price because you're not going to have many teams that are one in need of a running back or two are willing to shell out that kind of money when other guys are available. It's not like Aaron Jones is going to be the only running back available after this season which I think obviously hurts Aaron Jones' pockets but it could play right into the Green Bay Packers and their future plans for him. So going through this list first of who I think is going to stay and go amongst these free agents. First you got Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry who is arguably one of the best I think top three running backs in the NFL right now I had him on my list as number two is he gonna get paid he got franchise tagged this year and on top of that they went and drafted Darrington Evans now I would think think that the Titans are going to try and keep him, but I think that Derrick Henry quite simply is going to price himself out of Tennessee. I think they drafted Evans as an insurance, similar to how the Packers went after A.J. Dillon, just in case Aaron Jones prices himself out of Green Bay. And so I think that it doesn't look good for Derrick Henry to remain a Titan, but it's going to depend on what he does this year. But right now, I'm kind of leaning towards that he's going to go. Then you have good old Leonard Fournette. A couple years ago... Leonard Fournette was a top running back in the NFL. Over time, though, he's had injuries, also had not much of a team around him. That play has declined. Now, he still put up record numbers for himself last year when it came to yardage, and he still can play at a high level. The Jaguars declined his fifth-year option, though, and so I think that if they're going with this rebuild, it would make sense that the Jaguars are going to wind up letting Fournette go. However, they also might be in the market for one of these running backs to bring in, who they think can fit the team better and can produce better than Fournette. Then you got Dalvin Cook of the Minnesota Vikings. Dalvin Cook has been making headlines about a month ago, talking about how he will sit out if he does not get the extension that he wants. Ban. Fantastic. Dalvin Cook is a very good running back. I think he's definitely a top 10 running back. And I would think that the Vikings are going to try and get a deal done. However, their cap may restrict them from doing so. Because one of the things that we haven't really talked about a whole lot is how COVID is going to impact this season. We're most likely not going to have fans if we have a season at all. Kill me. But, and if we don't, that is going to impact the cap for each of these teams. You're not going to see the major increase that you would have next year if we were to have a regular season with fans. So Dalvin Cook staying in Minnesota might be one of those things that Minnesota just doesn't have a choice, and they're not going to be able to pay the guy. I think, if anything, they're going to have to get something done before this season begins. Um, But right now, I don't know if Dalvin Cook is going to be staying in Minnesota. Then you got good old Aaron Jones. We've talked about Aaron Jones a bunch on this show Blew up in his first full season free of injury last year. Guy scored a crap ton of touchdowns, was great in the receiving game, and the guy killed it on the ground. Before the draft, before we drafted A.J. Dillon, I said that there's a good chance that Aaron Jones doesn't stay because he's just going to price himself out. So if he tears it up this year, I think he is going to wind up leaving the Packers. However, I want to keep in mind, and we'll get we'll circle back to this, that there might not be a market for him, and because of that, the Packers would be able to re-sign him pretty easily. Then you got good old Joe Mixon of the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals, they have a good amount of cap space. Joe Mixon has been very good for them. He's put up some pretty darn good numbers. Is he a top five back? I don't think so, but I think it would make sense for them to go with Joe Mixon. You have Joe Burrow starting this year. See how Joe Mixon does and if that offense can be a little bit more potent. I think there's a good chance that Mixon winds up staying with Cincinnati. Then you got Alvin Kamara from the New Orleans Saints. This is an interesting one. My gut is telling me that they're going to keep Kamara and they're just going to spend a crap ton of money on him. They do have Latavius Murray that they could fall back on and Ty Montgomery, but they have Latavius Murray who proved last year that he could be very effective when Kamara went down, but I think because Kamara is such an important component of that offense, I feel like there's almost no way that they can separate from one another. So I'm gonna say at the moment that Kamara is going to stay. Then you got Philip Lindsay from the Denver Broncos. And this is an interesting one because they just signed Melvin Gordon to a two year, $16 million contract. And Lindsay, who has been productive, has put over 1,000 yards the past two seasons. I mean, he's a good part of that offense, and I think the 1-2 with Gordon would make them very good. However, depending on who gets the starting reps, which I think they might give it to Gordon considering they just spent that amount of money on him, they might let Lindsey go unless they're going to wind up signing him to a cheap contract because I don't know if the market for Lindsey is going to be as lucrative as some of these other guys. So right now, honestly, this could go either way with Lindsey. Then you have Marlon Mack from the Indianapolis Colts, who, again, is another solid player, put up over 1,000 yards last year, almost 1,000 yards two years ago. However, they just drafted Jonathan Taylor, who I have to think is going to be the future at that position. So I wouldn't doubt if Mack is not going to get re-signed by the Colts, or if he is, it's going to be for a pretty cheap deal. Then you got Kenyon Drake of the Arizona Cardinals. They obviously traded away David Johnson. And I think right off the bat, Kenyon Drake, if he plays this season, the guy is most likely going to be in the Pro Bowl I think he is just full of untapped potential and I think that there's no way that he leaves Arizona so I think he's going to stay Then you got Todd Gurley from the Atlanta Falcons, and this one is completely and totally in the air. Just signed a one-year deal, kind of a prove-it deal with the Falcons. Can he stay healthy with that arthritic knee? If he does, he's going to sign a more lucrative contract with the Falcons. If he can't, then he's going to be let go, and I don't know if there's going to be any market for him anymore or if it's super-duper cheap. So right now, I feel like there's no way to tell about Todd Gurley. Then you got James Conner from the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers have one of the worst rushing attacks last year. They went and they drafted Anthony McFarlane in the fourth round. I don't know if he is going to be the savior of that running game, But as a whole, I mean, the offense of the Pittsburgh Steelers kind of sucked ass last year anyway. So to put it all on James Conner is kind of unfair. So I think that there is a chance that James Conner winds up sticking around, but don't be surprised if they wind up letting him go if McFarland exceeds expectations. Then you got Kareem Hunt, who... I don't see him getting a ton of starting looks this year with Nick Chubb being so dominant unless the Cleveland Browns are really, really dumb. So I think that Kareem Hunt might stay on a little bit longer or he'll again sign a cheap deal somewhere else. Then you got Chris Carson with the Seattle Seahawks who they have a running back by committee because they have all the running backs in the entire world. They got Carlos Hyde. They got Rashad Penny. Chris Carson though was doing pretty damn well before he got injured. So it wouldn't surprise me to see the Seahawks sign him to a pretty average deal. And finally, you got Tariq Cohen over at the Chicago Bears. They have David Montgomery and they don't utilize Cohen as it is, so yeah, I don't think Cohen is staying. So if we were to take the predictions that I just gave you and say, okay, these are going to be the definite free agents. You got Derrick Henry, Leonard Fournette, Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, Marlon Mack, and then you have a Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen we're going to kind of ignore because I don't think he's going to get a lucrative contract anywhere. But at least three of those running backs that we mentioned, talking about Henry, Cook, and Jones, so wherever they're going to go, they are going to get a pretty sizable contract. Now, I didn't want to just look at this list. I wanted to look at other teams that had a need for running back. Because if you look around the league, there aren't many Super Bowl contending teams that have superstar running backs, or at least ones that are on second contracts that they paid a ton of money to. Look at the Chiefs and the 49ers. Neither of them have a superstar running back that they're paying a ton of money to. Look at how many times the Patriots have won the Super Bowl where they never had an amazing running back. So let's take a look at some of the teams that might be in the market for running backs this upcoming. Coming season, first you have the Patriots. The Patriots, I feel like, are I just had to mention them by name. They're not really gonna. I don't think they're going to spend a ton of money on any of these guys. It would be the team that goes after like a Philip Lindsay or a Marlon Mack or someone who's kind of like middle of the road, has some good potential there. Maybe Leonard Fournette, if the market isn't really high on him, I could see them going for it. But the Patriots have Sony Michelle, James White and Burkhead. I feel like that's been the, the crew for quite some time. I think Bill Belichick will most likely just shift pieces around and just like, fill guys in when needed. I don't think they're going to sign a ridiculous contract to anybody, but they could get one of these outliers on the cheap, but I don't think the Patriots are really going to be in the running. Then you have the LA Rams. They just drafted Cam Akers in the second round. They have Daryl Henderson. They also have cap issues. So I feel like even though they're not completely set at running back, they're not going to be in the market for any big guys either. Then you got the Washington football team. They may be in the market because they can just throw money at pretty much anybody, but they have Adrian Peterson, Darius Geis. Geis, you know, doesn't give me a ton of confidence because Guy hasn't really been able to stay healthy. And Adrian Peterson, how much longer can he possibly go? But they did just draft Antonio Gibson in the third round. So they may be in the market for another running back. Let's just say if Peterson decides to drop out. But I think that Gibson is most likely being thrusted into that future starting spot unless guys can somehow stay healthy then over with the Houston Texans they just got injury prone David Johnson I would put them in the market potentially for a running back if David Johnson doesn't produce this year he hasn't really produced in a few years at this point so they might wind up having buyer's remorse I mean they already should because they got rid of DeAndre Hopkins but they could be in the market for one of these high paid running backs so watch out for them you got the Buffalo Bills but they They got Devin Singletary, and they just drafted Zach Moss, so I think they're going to be okay. The Bears, if they get rid of Tariq Cohen, they have David Montgomery. They didn't utilize him a ton last year. They may be in the market, but again, their cap may restrict them from doing so considering they have 54 tight ends currently on the team, but they might go for one of those middle-of-the-road running backs to back up David Montgomery. Then you got the Miami Dolphins. I would not doubt if the Dolphins are in the running for a running back next year. They do have Jordan Howard on the team who, if he can stay healthy, can be very, very productive. They also got Matt Breida as well. I don't know if either of these guys are going to be long-term solutions to running back for the Dolphins, so I wouldn't be surprised if there was a top running back for the Dolphins to throw a bunch of money at that person, considering that you have Tua Tungvaloa-Gaboa is emerging, they're kind of rebuilding. If they got an all-star running back to help ease the pressure off of Tua... I think that they might go for it. The Falcons are a complete and total coin toss. They could be in the running next year if Todd Gurley doesn't perform. And if he is not healthy, I can definitely see them going after one of these guys. The Chargers have Austin Eckler, and I think he puts up solid numbers. Are they going to want to roll with him? Eckler is going to be the main guy in LA this year. So that's going to be a make or break year for him to see if the Chargers are going to want to run with him in the future. You got the Jets with Le'Veon Bell. Don't put it past Adam Gase. There has been plenty of rumors of them trying to get rid of Le'Veon Bell. If they are if they are able to utilize him this year, great. Then Le'Veon Bell will most likely stay in New York, considering they gave him a big old contract. If he doesn't, I would not be surprised if they went out and they got another running back that Adam Gase would fail to utilize. You have the Jaguars, who if they let go of Fournette, as I mentioned before, I definitely think that they can sign one of these guys like a Henry, a Cook, or a Jones, because they will view him them as because they will view them as more productive than Fournette was. You had the Bengals with Mixon. They're another one that they could trade out Mixon to get a potential upgrade. And then you even have like teams like the Vikings, who they have Madison to back them up, but I don't see the Vikings making a move with this because of the cap space that we mentioned earlier. And on top of that, they're really just trading one high-priced running back for another. So all in all, we mentioned about 14 running back free agents. Let's just say around half of them wind up being free agents. Honestly, the ones who actually are going to shell out some money, I see it being the Texans, maybe the Bears, the Dolphins, the Falcons, and the Jaguars. So with only five teams really being in search of a high-paid running back, potentially I think that that is going to lessen the market value for these running backs. And it's interesting because there's so many middle-of-the-road guys that are also going to be free agents. Teams might just elect to one, draft a guy, or two, sign one of those middle-of-the-road guys so they don't pour all of their cap into the running back position. And then you are stuck with some high-profile guys and really, really good running backs who essentially just don't have anywhere to go who are going to be forced to accept a lesser contract. So I'm looking at... So Derek Henry mostly likely, yeah, is going to find a home. He is going to get a lot of money. But then you start going with guys like Cook, like Jones, like a Mixon, then it starts getting a little bit more fuzzy. No one is doubting the talent that any of these running backs have. However, I think that if Jones is going to remain on the Green Bay Packers, this is going to be the reason why. It's not going to be because he has an off year and is going to have to take a lesser contract. It's simply because the market is going to dictate the value of running backs, which has been on the decline. Teams don't want to take that risk. And looking at this, there really aren't a ton of teams that I think want to invest that type of money in to a running back like Cook, like Jones, et cetera, because it comes with a ton of risks. So the Packers might actually luck out simply because the market is going to allow them to and, and it's not going to be willing to pay Aaron Jones a crazy ton of money. So I think there's definite potential here, but I'm curious of what you think. Out of all these guys that we talked about, where do you see them shifting? Where could Aaron Jones potentially go? I could see Aaron Jones going to a team like the Atlanta Falcons staying within the NFC because it would give them another pass threat. Plus, they've been lacking running backs for quite some time because Freeman really didn't cut it. So I think putting all those things together, Aaron Jones has a decent chance of staying with Green Bay, but the market out there... I don't know how much more money he is going to get. And so maybe he decides to stay with Aaron Rodgers for like another year before he gets shipped off. <sighs> There's that depression. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. You can always send me at TomGrassiComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy on all social media. See down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash Comedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always... Go back go